0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Christos Vosgraci. Almasia cam. Christos anriat. Christos Arresucitado. Christ is risen. So last Sunday you get to do that. That's why I did them all. Last Sunday. So we come to this beautiful text of the power of God. power of God and the apostles in healing, casting out demons. The power of Christ, the light of the world, bringing sight to the blind man. So for us, we understand that and proclaim that Christ has overcome the darkness. He is the light of the world. This is his message when he comes. I am the light of the world, even says it in the text. I am the light of the world. Why light? Because there's darkness in the world. He came to the darkness to overcome the darkness. And it says in, in the, in the uh, prologue of John, and the darkness could not even comprehend it. Couldn't even comprehend the light. So he comes to give that light to us. That's the beauty of this. Not just to illumine the world, not just, but to come to individually give the light to each of us. To hand the light to everyone. You know, it's, it's no mistake that the Lord, uh, that the church as declares Christ is a light at Pascha. Everybody holds a light. The light of the world. And that darkness could not overcome it. Beautiful. One of the beauties of this text, uh, some of the commentators say that the uh, blind man was actually born without eyes. He had no eyes. And that's why the Lord took the dirt and the spittle and put it in his eyes and he did what he did at the very beginning. He did another creation. Awesome. That's why it was such a phenomenon. Because not just was he healed, but he had no eyes at all. And when he opens, he has eyes. And not only has he eyes, but he can see. So, this great miracle that Christ does to proclaim he is the light of the world. And then those Pharisees that do not believe begin to question the parents. The blind man now who sees and then declare Christ to be uh, uh, of no account, of no account. So, today, I was reading this text and, and uh, you know, we always come to the point where the Pharisees get a, really a bad rap here. You know, like, oh, all these miracles are done and so many wonderful things are done. And uh, they don't believe. Well, do we ever suffer from unbelief? Do you suffer from this? Do we question things a lot? Is this kind of the right thing? Is God real? Is this, is this the, the thing that is uh, of great uh, import to me? So important that I will sell everything I have and give it to the poor and follow Christ? Where, where does it fit in our life, this, this question? How, how fervently will we follow him? Or do questions arise in us? Do we get attacked and uh, attached to things of the world, to the world's politic, to the world's ideals? to our own opinions, to expectations. And all of those we begin to question God. Is He real? We can can let the world begin to determine if we even believe or not, or even how much we believe, or how fervently we believe. We can ask all those same questions. But today, beloved, we proclaim with all the Christian church that Christ is the light of the world. And no longer do we need to be blind, blinded by the things of this world, but we declare that he is the Son of God, the light of the world, and I live in him and by him and through him. That's our declaration this morning. We do the one thing needful. One thing needful. And that is to live in Christ, the light of the world. That's our needful thing. Only one thing. You know, when we don't do that, things start to fall apart around us all the time. Even little things. Our thoughts become uh, uh, troubled, our words become sloppy. We even stumble in action if we don't live in Christ. So, beloved, today I want to encourage us to live in Christ. We are baptized into Christ. We put on Christ. We declare that in Galatians. The, Paul declares that in Galatians. He declares that in the book of Romans. Baptized into Christ, united to his death and to his Resurrection. We don't live according to blindness. We don't live according to sorrow, to sin, despair, or to this life. But in our baptism in union with Christ, we live to righteousness, hope, and everlasting life. And we see that that the solution to our struggle is to be in Christ. Not to live by the old man, but to live by the new man. So, in this, I was kind of determining where I wanted to go with this. And we had a meeting with some of the Central Coast clergy. And Father Paul Wisenen, who always is wonderful, kind of brings up this great uh, uh, account in Ephesians, Paul's words. I'll read them to you and then make a couple of comments. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you have been able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints." So, put on the whole armor of God. That's how we live in Christ. That's how we, we, this is the way we are to be in Christ, by putting on the whole armor of God. So let me just go through and make a few comments on these. Gird your waist with truth, the truth of God. You know, there's a beautiful story about a... uh, in Russia, in the great persecution, when uh, they were had a great gathering of the people, and the uh, ruler of the people stood up and said to them, there is no God. We have sent astronauts up to heaven, and we looked, and their God was not present. And we, our scientists, have looked everywhere. We have not found God. So God is not present, God does not exist, that is the truth. And he says this in front of an old-aged bishop. And the bishop, and he says, and you, bishop, you have something to say. And the bishop stands up, and I want you to respond like the people responded. The bishop stood up and said, Christos vos cresi. That's not how they responded. It's in them. It's the truth. It's the truth. It doesn't go away. Nothing can push it away. Christ is risen. That is the truth. He is risen. He is the light of the world. There is no arguing that. It's in the heart of the people. Deeply in our hearts, so we need to say this, we need to understand this and, and rest in that truth. Christ is risen, indeed, he is risen. We know that. We live that way. That is the one thing needed that helps us keep us present there. And the blessed plate, the breastplate of righteousness, to, to live in the virtues, to be a person of virtue, to practice the virtues. You know, I, I remember uh, a bit ago, I used the example of uh, Star Wars. And I didn't remember this thing. It's a lightsaber. And this is how you work the Christian life. You practice the virtues. As you practice humility, the temptation for pride comes at you, and you, zoop, you zap it. You knock it away. The virtues are eternal. They are powerful. You zip them away. When envy comes at you, you take the saber of contentment and zip it. Smash it. Zoo. Is that what it sounded like? When zoo. John Rona, is that it? Close. <laughs> That's such an important thing to understand about our Christian life. We have been given the virtues as weapons. The the breastplate of righteousness, it it fights them off. We take sloth and we can defeat, we take diligence and we defeat sloth. We take chastity and we defeat lust. We have to learn how to use the virtues as weapons against the enemy. And then he says, shod your feet with a gospel of peace. Peace with God, peace with yourself, peace with others. And I want to encourage us all here in relationship to the the sacrament of confession. The sacrament that is probably most misunderstood and not used enough. I'll ask you right now and I bet you raise your hand. Do you confess enough? Do you, do, you, do, you go, do you go to confession enough? No. No. Nope. Should go more. Why? Because at the end of the confession, the priest says, now having no further care for the sins that you have confessed, depart in peace. Are you care, do you have care for your sin? Are you carrying those things around? Go to confession and hear those words. That's a reality, a reality. Now, having no further care for the sins you have confessed, depart in peace. Wow. We should go a lot, right? We should go a lot. And you know when you do come, you walk away feeling better. There's less weight on your shoulders. We need to use this sacrament more. And it's okay. Don't use that the priest is old and tired as an excuse. He may be old and tired, but don't use that as an excuse. Confession is a beautiful sacrament that we need to take advantage of. Don't carry your sins around. Shod your feet with a gospel of peace. And then we need to take the shield of faith to trust in God. Do you believe this that God is saving you with everything that's in your life now, was it in your past, in your life now, and in your life to come? Is God using all that for your salvation? Does he love you? Does he care about you? Does he want you to come to heaven and be with him in eternity? That's what we believe. That's what we trust in. We trust God. That he's saving me. That he's helping me. That he loves me. That everything that comes to me, unforeseen events, let me not forget that all are sent by you because they help in my salvation. That's what we believe. You don't need to be turned and tossed by, by all the things that seem to be contrary in life and in our life. So trust in God. Put on the helmet of salvation, he says. I want you to say this. I am saved, I'm being saved, and I will be saved together. I am saved, I am being saved, and I will be saved. That's what we believe about salvation. I am saved in the waters of holy baptism. Sealed by the Holy Spirit, I am saved. And God is helping me work out my salvation. And he's gone to prepare a place for me in heaven. We need to have assurance and confidence about those three things. The helmet of salvation... I am saved. Say it. I am saved. I am being saved. I will be saved. That's what we believe. That's what keeps us firm. That's what keeps us right on the path. Now, we may stumble a lot. But that's about being saved. That's about working out our salvation. It doesn't mean perfection. It means when you fall, you get up. If you fall again, you get up again. If you fall again, you get up again. Remember Metropolitan Joseph saying, our salvation is determined by we get up one more time than we fall. That's what determines our salvation. It's Not that we fall. It's not that we don't sin. It's that we get up. We learn how to do this. We learn how to walk the life. So, so finally, the sword of the spirit, which he says is the word of God. We need to have the words, words that help us in our minds and on our lips. You know, you can't, you, apart from Father John Brown, most of you don't memorize, have much memorized in the Bible. Maybe, and Father, and Bob too, probably. Uh, but there are a few things we can do, to kind of keep the word of God in us, that we are attentive to this light that God has given to us, and the simplest, the simplest of them all, is, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. That's all we need. To, we can keep that on our lips all day long. We can keep that on our at night when we wake up. Lord have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord, have mercy. Just that simple word. Now, I'd encourage you to read the Holy Scriptures, to, be, uh, uh, to have that information in you. That's very important to do. But to be practical about life, we need something we use simply. So, Lord, have mercy. Keep that in your mind. Use that as your sword of the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, help me. Lord, be with me. So these very simple things, beloved, for us to put on that armor of God, that we may be live in that light of Christ, we be in Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is risen. Christos vos cresi. That's better.